Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Elon Musk has tackled electric cars, space flight, and satellite broadband. Now he wants to create AI-powered robots. Should we be worried? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining us is CNET culture reporter Aaron Carson. Welcome, Aaron. Thanks for having me. So what the heck did Elon Musk unveil here? So Elon Musk unveiled the Tesla bot, which is basically a humanoid robot that is driven by AI. And kind of interestingly, he says the AI that they use in Tesla vehicles. What are, I'm still trying to get my brain wrapped around this. Describe it. If you could do me a favor, describe a little bit, because we both watched the video. And just for the sake of our listeners who didn't, can you describe what he actually showed off on stage? Yeah, let me let me paint a picture for you. So <laughs> this is like a five foot eight, uh, supposed to be about 125 pound um, human looking thing uh, that is mostly white. And then the top, once you kind of get to the shoulders, if you kind of almost imagine like a reverse V-neck is black from about the shoulders up and this would eventually, when it when it exists, have kind of a screen where the face is. And uh, I, I know he showed some renderings of it, that the sort of beautiful tech CG rendering, but there was an actual, well, I won't say prototype, but there was something there on stage, right? Can you talk about what he actually showed off? There was absolutely something there on stage. <laughs> um, so there was... I'm assuming it was a guy in kind of like a bodysuit that, you know, was white and black who came out on the stage and um, was moving very robotically and then busted out some moves, you know, was doing a little dance. I'm pretty sure he did a couple. He threw in a couple like moves from the Charleston, uh, maybe like a half second of a running man in there and uh, kind of danced around on stage until Musk, uh, I think, maybe had had his fill. And sort of brushed him off. Yeah, it was a very strange moment. Um, he, you know, obviously said that was that was a joke and that that wasn't real. Um, not that anyone was confused because it was clearly a dude wearing spandex dancing. Um, but getting into the detail, details of how this would work, like how, how is this thing supposed to move? You, you said it, it would use some of the technology that that Tesla already has worked on. Like how is this supposed to work and what is it for? That's right. So. In the brains department, he was essentially saying that, you know, all the AI that they had been using, including like the Dojo supercomputer, um, would be what powers this thing. And he said it just kind of makes sense to put it in humanoid form. And as far as the mechanics of it, you know, we got, I think, about three or so slides and they were kind of light on details. Um, but he mentioned that this would be kind of like a lightweight material, whatever it ends up getting uh, built out of. Yeah, it was um, it, it was interesting the way he was kind of nonchalant about this because it feels like AI-powered robots are basically the plot of every sci-fi apocalypse movie, you know, Terminator, what have you. Like, is this even a good idea? 
Right. So I think that there's like a couple points with that. For one, he was definitely sort of self-aware. I mean, Musk himself has been in the past um, fairly vocal about the dangers of developing IA or AI unchecked. Um, and he made a point to kind of note that this thing can only go about five miles an hour and it's supposed to be friendly. It's supposed to be useful. And technically, he thinks that you could overpower it or outrun it. So that's that's that for you. Um, but, you know, and in, in maybe less of like a sci-fi kind of um, uh, realm, he talked about this idea that really the, like the purpose behind this robot is, is physical labor. It's supposed to do tasks that we humans maybe find repetitive or boring or dangerous. He referenced going to the grocery store. Maybe not so dangerous, but definitely maybe not the most fun thing you do <laughs> on, you know, your free time. Um, but but something he also kind of referenced was this idea of economic impact and how, you know, he was saying the foundation of the economy is labor. And so what do you do in the future when you don't have any kind of a labor shortage, you know? And um, I think in in this space, you know, opponents or at least skeptics of automation and whatnot um, often note that when we're automating jobs, a lot of times these are like lower skilled jobs affecting people who are already, you know, struggling within the economy. And so there's concern um, there. And so he made a reference to how he thinks that in the future we're going to have something, we're going to have to have something like a universal basic income if this is going to kind of flood that that you know lower level of uh, labor jobs yeah that's a really good point a, a serious point actually that like if this were a thing to be that that would actually happen like this would displace a lot of jobs uh, even a lot of new jobs like the you could imagine like uber eats and doordash like using something like this as opposed to a person I mean, if, and so there, there could be a huge economic ramifications if like this actually becomes a reality and starts replacing jobs. He did make the point that like his own facility and his own factories, you know, a lot of those jobs, a lot of those, a lot of the work that goes into building those cars, it's all all automated or a lot of it's automated, you know, a lot of it's robotics. And, and I guess that this is sort of an evolution of that, but it is still kind of a a weird idea that, you know, he seemed almost a little too nonchalant about like, oh, yeah, of course, it's going to be friendly. It's supposed to be friendly. Uh, of course, it's going to move slowly. But I'm trying to think through. We were talking about this earlier. Like, I don't really know how fast five miles per hour is. Um, but I imagine if I'm running away from a robot, at some point, I'm going to get tired. But the robot's going to keep going. And that's not bode well for me. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was I was thinking even just about the dimensions of it, like five foot eight is, I think, a fairly average height. But, you know, for for me, for example, I'm like five foot four. So that's like a, a whole four inches yeah. <laughs> taller on me. So it's it's really one of those things I think we see a lot when we're, when we are um, in the sort of, I don't know, engineering products space that um a lot of this stuff is relative to who you are, um, you know, man or woman or just physical build or, you know, anything else. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, it'll be interesting uh, to, to kind of see how that plays out. It did feel like because I'm also I'm not 5'8", so uh, this robot would be taller than me as well. It feels like this robot was designed so that someone like Elon Musk could either outrun or overpower because he's he's a much, he's a bigger dude. 
I'm assuming you could probably take a one of these robots. But yeah, it just you know, you you watch every every sci-fi movie like iRobot, right? These these robots aren't supposed to hurt humans or be a threat to humans. And like of course they end up being that. And so it's just it's hard to get my my mind wrapped around this. But um did you get a sense of when, you know, we'd actually get to see something as opposed to, you know, a person in a spandex suit? He said that, you know, he's thinking that the prototype could be around like next year, actually, which is uh, wow. kind of seems soon. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and I know this was this announcement stole all the headlines, but it was one part of his Tesla AI day. I'm curious what else we got from from the day. What other AI discussions he he delved into. Right. So aside from Tesla bot, you know, the bulk of the day was really kind of dedicated to how Tesla's AI engineers are working on the comfort and the safety and whatnot of the uh, full self-driving system. And so a lot of it was just kind of digging into how that works. Um, there was a demonstration of the company's up. Of, of that system, you know, and kind of showing like how it navigates a route in suburban roads and just, uh, yeah, just kind of like digging deeper into how that system is aware of its environment and, and acts. Yeah. And at one point in the presentation, he kind of referred to those cars as semi autonomous, semi, you know, they're, they're almost their own robots, but on wheels. So very interesting stuff. We'll, we'll see what happens with this. Aaron, thank you for your time. You check out our story at CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>